This week, we are joined by two amazing innovators in the veterinary space, and we are doing a shared podcast experience for you this week on The Veterinary Viewfinder. Welcome back to The Veterinary Viewfinder, the podcast that tackles the toughest topics in veterinary medicine. And one of the tough topics that veterinarians and veterinary professionals confront all the time is like, where do you get the new ideas? Where are the new things coming from? Who's doing the new things? What are the new things? And today we are joined by two very special guests who have a podcast called the Veterinary Innovation Podcast. And they're going to tell us a little bit about what they're doing. And I want you to check them out because they're doing some cool stuff. It's one of the podcasts that I personally listen to. And I know Becky's a fan as well. So we're going to talk to those two guys, Sean Wilkie and Dr. Ivan Zach. But before we get into all of that, as always, I am one of your co-hosts, Dr. Ernie Ward. And I'm registered veterinary technician, Becky Mosser. And Becky, we recently had the great honor and privilege to sit down with the two guys from the Veterinary Innovation Podcast. They were coming from the cold climate of Canada, and uh, it was quite an interesting conversation. I've actually had the pleasure of sitting down with these gentlemen twice, and I was informed, just to toot my own horn, I was their first ever repeat guest. So um, I have really gotten to know these guys now. Uh, I'm going to say a little bit better and love what they do with this podcast. They are really, really fun to talk to. So we get that. We get to do that today. Yeah. So what we're going to do is this is, as I mentioned, a shared podcast experience. So we're going to simultaneously release our podcast on both of our platforms. It's a cool conversation uh, with them. We discuss everything from COVID-19 in the Ukraine and Canada, and of course, in the good old United States, to what we expect from the future of podcasting, some tips and tricks and advice for somebody who might be thinking of starting their own type of content or some kind of communication platform. It is a really wide ranging conversation with two very amazing individuals. I want to let you listen to it on the other side. I'm Ivan Zach, and I'm happy to introduce you, if he needs introduction, Dr. Ernie Ward and Becky Mosser. And we're going to talk about visionary podcasts, and we're going to introduce both of them. So Dr. Ward is a chief visionary officer at the Wild Earth. He's executive director of education at Vertical Vet. He's an owner of E3 Management Consulting Services, DVM from University of Georgia. He's executive board member of the Rescue Animals Community Effort. He's on advisory board of Gray Muzzle Organization. In 2018, he received an award of Veterinary Journalist of the Year. He's an author of three books tackling pet nutrition and clean eating, and obviously the co-host of the Veterinary Viewfinder podcast. On a personal side of things, he is an avid pedal surfer and was a member of the Violets, an alternative rock group who had the top college song in Rolling Stones magazine in 1991. Cool. Becky is a chief operating officer and veterinary technician at Affordable Pet Labs. She's a director of feline health and educational base pods. She's a co-founder of Veterinary Advancements, executive director for Human Animal Bond Association, holds a bachelor degree in public and nonprofit administration from the University of North Carolina, Pembroke. And she is a co-host of Visionary Viewfinder podcast. This has been the hardest introduction I had over the last year. You guys have too many credentials, 
Thank you for coming to the show and thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks, and that'll do it for us tonight. That's all the time we have. We're so sorry to end the show this exactly. way. Exactly. Well, Ivan, that makes me tired uh, hearing you say all that stuff. It's nice sometimes, you know, uh, when you hear these lists of what you've accomplished or done, but it just reminds you how old you've gotten. Hey, 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 wait a minute. I'm, I'm speaking of myself. I'm speaking you of myself. You just Becky into that? <laughs> I don't think that was fair. So, among all things, I mean, we're we're sort of amateur newbies with Sean on our podcast. Tell us about how you kickstarted yours and how did you get to where you're at, where everybody knows about you. Yeah, I, I guess I'll, I'll start off, Becky. You know, this was something that I, I had my very first podcast uh, back around 2004. And uh, at the time, you know, podcasts weren't a thing, so it kind of went nowhere fast. But I did it for about a year and I just addressed general pet health topics. And but there wasn't like this big podcast push. Apple just sort of had this little thing that you could do and you could upload. There wasn't Spotify or, you know, any of these other platforms. Um, but I always believed, uh, look, I came back from radio, you know, I had recording career, you know, in college and vet school. So I, I like audio. And so around 2005, I started to feel that podcasts were about to take off. They hadn't quite gotten to this inflection point that we see today, but I, I felt it. And there really weren't any vet podcasts out there. You know, our dear friend, Dr. Justine Lee was doing a continuing education sort of uh, recordings of lectures. And so we knew that the, it was headed in that direction. And so I reached out to a couple of colleagues of mine and uh, one of them was our original uh, co-host. And then, you know, that led me immediately to Becky, who had known in the periphery. But honestly, the very first lunch we had to discuss this crazy idea down in Orlando, Becky, you know, you and I, the chemistry was just undeniable. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We had, you know, a conversation with Dr. Ernie is not hard, uh, as most people know. But, you know, when you have energy and passion and enthusiasm in the same place, it's a really easy connection and, you know, I was at a point in my career where it was sort of yes to everything because I was exploring all these amazing opportunities. That's so awesome, guys. And Becky, I mean, I felt the same chemistry that Dr. Ward describes when we had you on the show last time. It was kind of like an immediate kind of conversation. There was a lot of really interesting flow. And where I want to take the conversation next is a kind of an interesting place. Me and Ivan started this because we love the veterinary industry and we wanted to see more innovation. We wanted to see, you know, all of these kind of companies kind of have a place to go. And we didn't see COVID happening. None of us did. But man, I'm so happy that we started this podcasting journey, you know, when we did, because it allows me and Ivan every week to connect with cool people like you guys and have interesting conversations. And I feel like I have a social network, even though it may be in the car on the side of the road where I'm recording this podcast, or in my home office that's changed about five, six times so far, including Ivan's house, which is great, Ivan, thanks for the loan of your house. But what's it been like for you guys with COVID and continuing your podcast? Do you feel the same way that I do? Yeah, I think that um, in general, we've so Dr. Ernie and I, we just recorded our 200th podcast the other day. Um, so we've been at this now four years, just about. It'll be four years in November, I guess. And 
what I've found, and and Dr. Ernie, I think you'd agree, is that over these last couple of years, people really feel like they know you. They feel like they're having a conversation with you on a weekly basis. It's very personal and organic, and it is very raw truth from, from Dr. Ernie and I <laughs> on all these topics. So um, I do think that there is a sense of social feeling, especially from our listeners that are like, oh, you know, I know these folks and I have a listening relationship with them. So um, and I'm honored for that. I don't know, Dr. Ernie, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think the viewfinder community has has grown. You know, we've had over 100 guests. So, you know, we've like you, we've sort of had this entire social network that either we've brought our friends into and which has given us a deeper you know, respect and relationship or new friends. And so for us, that was a really important part. But then at the same time, you know, Becky and I were setting out to tackle the toughest topics in veterinary medicine. And so obviously when COVID hit that, despite our uh, attempts at uh, trying to somehow sidestep the, uh, the obvious, you know, we kept coming back to COVID. And I think that especially Becky, some of those early February, March, April episodes where we really got down to nitty gritty. I mean, we were talking about, you guys are going to have to transition to curbside service before that was really a thing. And we were trying desperately to connect with best practices and sort of create these social networks of support because we knew, wow, vets were going to get hammered on this one. And so, you know, COVID definitely in some ways accelerated the podcast, but in other ways, it really proved challenging to us because, you know, how do you maintain positivity and enthusiasm and offer solutions every week when it feels like the world's falling apart? Yeah. Isn't that the truth? It's, it was really just, it's been such a crazy journey for us as well. We did the same thing. We put together a group of our friends early on uh, and did this kind of, what can we as technologists help veterinary practitioners kind of take advantage of that we know about that they may not know about as tech community members. And so we had a lot of fun with that podcast. And I remember we streamed it live on YouTube. I think at one point we had 300 people like listening to it live. And there was just this thirst for knowledge. But now it's kind of like we're in this area where it's COVID is normalized. It's just kind of what we do. We wear masks, we kind of do this thing. And it's to some degree, it feels like at least for me, and I don't know, Ivan, you've got an interesting experience kind of living through COVID on both sides of the ocean. But for me, it feels like COVID's kind of normalized. And it's, you know, you kind of wear your mask, you do your thing, but I'm just, I'm totally used to working remotely now. Ivan, it's, I'm going to get you in here. Um, what's it been like for you with COVID, you know, over in the Ukraine, having a baby coming back to Nova Scotia? Do you feel like a big difference between the two uh, worlds or is it pretty much the same? No, I think it's, you know, it's it's just the same for, for every country now. And as you said, it's just a part of normal right now. The, the traveling is a struggle. And uh, I like how everybody virtualized and how Everything that I've been doing for the last probably eight plus years remotely and building the companies remotely, it's just normal for everybody. For me, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't much of a transition. But speaking of COVID, I, I got this cold right now. We have only, I think, four cases in, in the city where I live. It's like super low numbers. And uh, and I have this cold. So now I run not to like pharmacy. I run to test for COVID. So that's probably the difference, which I've done actually yesterday. Uh, so hopefully I'm not uh, I'm not going to come down with it. But I wanted to kind of slightly uh, switch the topic to maybe facilitate those that are interested in what is the podcast, how to run it and what to do with it. Ernie, when you said about the being at the sort of beginning of the podcast era, I, I immediately thought about this thought of the first person with a fax machine where there's no anybody else on the other end. You just don't know what's going to happen. You're just sending one-way messages. And how does that 
feel that it's picking up. You mentioned that, and I'm very interested in that because we started the podcast, and it feels the same way. We meet great people. It's it's super interesting. We met what over sixty, I think, uh, by now, and it's kind of in- enhancing the the circle and the network. But do you feel the the sort of you know how how does the audience grow? Because I don't like we just do it every week religiously, and we we see the metrics. It's interesting, but I don't have that feeling that I have like this audience. So I don't know if you have uh, something like that, or do you have? Because you don't go to conferences anymore, so people don't tell right. you, "Hey, I'm listening to your podcast." Yeah, yeah, I, I feel the same way, Ivan. You know, we we don't track those metrics as closely as we should. And then recently, <clears throat> we uh, had Gene O'Neill, who's the new CEO of the North American uh, Veterinary Community, on the show, and one of his uh, uh, administrative assistants sent us a note saying, "The last time Gene was on your show last year, we did a market report, and it reached 2.2 million people." And we're like, "What?" You know, so we, we know that we know we know from our downloads that it's, you know, tens of thousands of downloads every month. So we're super happy. But you're right. The first year that we did it, it was a bit like yelling down a well. You know, I mean, it's like <laughs> there's nobody down there and we're just yelling. And then after about a year, you know, Becky, we started seeing traction. And I think honestly, it was a trust, right? I think that at some point the audience starts to say, wow, these guys keep coming back, you know, and they're kind of entertaining at times, you know, and, and we did learn a little something here and maybe that was a little edgy conversation, but Becky, I think it was the audience trust that then started generating word of mouth referrals, you know, cause after that first year we started hockey sticking. Yeah, it, it was a learning curve, right? And a bell curve, one would hope, but a learning curve all the same. And at the same time, too, like like Dr. Ernie said in the beginning, podcasts were pretty new at that point. So um, it was like you had this really devoted group of listeners right from the beginning who were looking for veterinary podcasts because they were early adopters. I have to say, and I hope it doesn't sound vain. I really don't. One of my favorite things over the years has been when you see these veterinary groups asking what are you listening to? What podcasts do you suggest looking for veterinary podcasts? We would pop up in those suggestions like all the time. And that made me feel really, really good. And I have to say for me, it's personally been, um, I love it because this isn't about really getting to know my face or getting to know my brand. It's really been my opinions, my thoughts, my true values as a technician. And, um, I don't, I don't know that that really clearly answers your question, but it's what I wanted to say. <laughs> but it's kind of good. <laughs> it's yeah, what I wanted to say. Because... really good. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we, I mean, you know, I, I established this with a very simple premise, was to tackle the toughest topics in veterinary medicine. And I think yeah. that freedom and liberty that Becky and I are trying to share with, with our audience, it's like, you know, we will say the things that maybe are, make us uncomfortable as a profession. You know, we are critical of our organizations, right? I mean, we, I, I think, Becky, for us, because you're right, like, you know, our face, I mean, you know, it's not like we're really promoting the heck out of this thing. We feel like it's an important right. part of this conversation. And if we can spark change, if we can somehow be a catalyst for others, then I think we've served our purpose. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So, so you mentioned one thing, I think that's sort of a, a golden nugget to take for those that are starting the podcast or thinking about starting the podcast, any initiative like this, you know, in the past, you wouldn't just, you know, come up with your own radio show. Like that would be a huge lift. But now, you know, just like with the startups and all the availability of online resources, servers and everything else, 
podcast is something that anybody can start. So if there are people that are interested, uh, that are listening to this, I think it would be super valuable just maybe give tips of what did you do? I heard the first one, which was uh, we religiously showed up. So that's the very important one. You set the cadence, you, you know, you, you have the format. What are the things you could suggest to someone that wants to start a podcast? Yeah, I, I definitely, you know, I was fortunate because I had a, an extensive experience in recording already. So I knew my way around the mic, as we say. Uh, and so I think that gave me a leg up on others because I listened to some podcasts and quite frankly, they're unlistenable. Like the quality of the audio is so poor. Becky knows what, what a nut I am That's about us. this. That's us. <laughs> but you no, know, no, but the, the reality is, you know, you really first learn the craft. Like, you know, um, I would say if you have a great idea, then go out and learn the craft. So there are certain settings, recording equipment. There's just, you know, a kit that you need to, to probably have. Um, and you're right, Ivan, it's gotten a lot more accessible. Having said that, you know, I think it's a bit like, you know, film and, and, music, you know, the more accessible things become, there's great opportunities for breakthrough acts that you have never heard or, or been exposed to otherwise. But then there's also a lot of chaff that you have to sort of wade your way through a lot of noise. Uh, so learn your craft for sure. I think that certainly consistency. I mean, Becky, you, you know, I mean, you know, I've not missed a podcast uh, ever. And, and I, and I feel obligated, like at this point, Becky and I feel a responsibility to our audience, you know, and, and there are times like, like we try to drop our podcast first thing on Wednesday mornings, but there've been times due to travel or other, you know, constraints that it comes out at, you know, at noon or whatever, but golly, Becky, you know, we've never gone much later than that. No. Yeah. And and you really have, I I have missed a few, but I mean, (laughs) I would say even through hurricanes, I want to I want to give you credit there that like even through hurricanes, we have managed to put up episodes. Oh, yeah, it's been remarkable. That's incredible. Yeah, it's funny, Ivan. I've got a few tips that I got when we had kicked off this whole thing. So one tip that someone had given me uh, was to record 10 episodes before you launch anything. And that was such a great tip because we learned so much in those first early episodes. I remember we had Dr. Justine Lee on the show, who's a personal friend of Ivan's and, and now mine. And she was schooling us, you know, in oh, the middle of the podcast. She's like, uh, okay, we're going to re-record that. I was like, whoa, you can do that? And me and Ivan were both, you know, at that time we weren't looking at each other because we didn't use Squadcast back then. So we were just like getting this education by our guests because we had no idea what we were doing. But by doing those first 10 episodes, we were really able to kind of figure out our groove and how we work together and, and what it looks like. And so that was one of the best learnings that we had. And Ernie, to build on your one about kind of know your craft, I would say either know your craft or hire somebody that knows the craft. And so we've got a producer and we're so lucky for me and Ivan, we literally show up. We've got a great team that does our marketing. So we show up, we record the episodes and we have fun with it. And I think for me, that's why I'm still doing it because every week when we sit down to do this, I have fun with it. And so we get to do the fun bits. Uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure you enjoy the, you know, the producing and post-production. I don't know how to do it. So I just enjoy the speaking and that's what I show up and do, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is funny, Sean, when I hear people say that I, and by learning the craft, that is your 10 recording, the 10 or practice episodes. I agree with that I, I just, you know, for me, it's sort of like um, my exploration of music, art, writing, all those things. It's like, you know, I, I really want people to know how to hold a brush. I really want people to know the chords on the guitar. I really want them to understand scales and modes. And I, I think that sometimes in life, you know, deep knowledge 
in an area is really helpful. It doesn't mean that you have to engage in the practice of that deep knowledge, but I, I do, you know, like I, I'd like to talk to you guys about EQ settings, right? <laughs> I mean, because I think that that understanding of how sound is transmitted and then retransmitted and then listened to, that's really helpful for me. But look, I'm a nerd, so that's that. Hey, so I've got a question. Uh, Becky, what are some of your favorite episodes? You guys have 200 under your belt. So uh, where should our listeners go if they want to listen to some of your guys' best content? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's like asking somebody which is their favorite child, Sean. Yeah, it, you know what? It, it's so true. I think I could pretty easily look to the service dog um, conversation that we had because it's a real um, strong emotional point for me. And so I was able to do what I felt like was a lot of um, really great education on that episode. Boy, we've had some really amazing guests that have been really great to listen to. Um, Wow. It's tough, Sean. I mean, it, it, yeah, I know. It's it's like, you know, so what of all the songs you've written, what's your favorite one? What book is your How best? Could we yeah. pick? <laughs> it's hard to do that. But, but you know, there are some standout episodes. I mean, you know, a highlight for me was having my dear friend, uh, the Pulitzer nominated best-selling author, Stephen Kotler, you know, uh, he was really gracious. He, uh, had a, his first book of fiction in a long time and Stephen and I go way back. And so we were, uh, you know, part of that little press tour. He did a great job. I think that probably blew most of our audience's mind, Becky. I think they probably were not expecting what, what they heard, you know, cause we went off into the stratosphere, but it was a lot of fun with uh, Margie Shirk, another Canadian up there. You know, we uh, had a great time with her talking about uh, declawing and our stance against declawing several times. So, yeah, but, but in, at the end of the day, you know, what I really think the truth answer that I would, I would give is when you say, what's your favorite episode, it's the one I just recorded. That's awesome. So what's different between episode 100 and episode, you know, the next episode? What, what have you guys learned along the way that's you that you think has made you adjust or kind of improve the podcast? This is a selfish question for me and Ivan, actually. Yeah, well, compression and EQ, I think I'm better at that, <laughs> Becky. <laughs> but that's not what you want to hear. I think, you know, I think Becky and I have really gelled. Like, you know, yeah. Becky, it's like we just sort of read each other's mind now. Yeah, I think the experience is, is everything. And I will say, um, to answer your question before, now that I've had a second to um, resonate on it, way back in the beginning, I mean, I'm talking within the first... 10, 20 episodes, we had a Valentine's Day episode our spouses were oh, on. Yeah, and yeah. it was a super fun episode because everyone um, was possibly under the influence of a little bit of um, evening cocktails. Um, and so you get a whole lot of truth. And then for Mother's Day that same year, we had our, our moms on. Yeah. And that was actually a really cool episode. Sometimes my favorites are the ones where we get really personal because it does connect with our audience. And so having my mom and my husband as guests were probably actually my two favorites, even though it was very vulnerable. Yeah, that was, those were good episodes. You're right. I think that uh, that that question, what is your favorite podcast? I think the worst question that that could be only, what's your least favorite podcast? And name the person who sucked the most. So there's also we we have this question that sometimes people ask us. They say, "How do you monetize the podcast? Like, how do you do that?" And again, for some people that are starting it, 
we don't have an answer to that. I think that you said that you alluded to that, that this is not the, you know, something that you do for living. Uh, We certainly never thought about doing that. And I think that we're doing it for fun, but is there a strategy uh, behind it that people can adopt? I don't know if there is one. We never thought about this. So yeah, Ivan, we struggle with this because we don't, we don't monetize it. I mean, we've had a few one-offs, you know, sponsorships of episodes here and there by the generosity of people within the industry, but we, we really haven't promoted in that sense. Uh, I'll tell you one of the reasons why, and I'll, I want to get Becky's perspective because she has a, a very valuable one as well. But for me, there came this next wave of podcasts after us, and they seem to be capitalizing on a trend and they seem to be selling stuff and sign up for this. And, and it felt corrupted somehow to me. It just didn't feel as pure and authentic. And so, you know, Becky, look, you know, I, I have strong feelings about this. I, I just, I, if I could figure it out, Ivan, where I didn't feel like I was somehow selling my soul. Uh, and look, this goes back to my artistic days and even my writing. I mean, you know, it's like, I really haven't figured out a good way to make money doing much in my life. I do follow things that I'm very passionate about and I've been very fortunate. Don't get me wrong, but you know, nothing, I just could never like go, you know, hey, and this week, you know, if you sign up 1099 for a special insider's backstage pass with me and Becky. I, I just <laughs> that would be good. I could do it. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because you you want to monetize it because your time and energy and effort and certainly money has gone into the creation of the podcast, but then there's also an element of I guess, you know, kind of selling, like we have a lot more liberty in what we say by not being sponsored and to not kind of fall into that monetization. We're able to stay really organic and, and say what we want and represent what we want um, in our own personal brand on the podcast. Yeah. Having said that, if you're a large veterinary pharmaceutical right. company we'll say out what there you want and you're looking for enough to money. reach thousands of colleagues, <laughs> Contact me, Dr. Ernie Ward at Gmail. Yeah. And and I also want to say too, that I think if you're trying to get into this for the monetization, you're probably in it for the wrong reasons. There are ways to do it. If you have the ability to make this a full-time job and to, you know, really work the social media aspects of this, you might. But I think if that's what you're in it for, you're in it for the wrong reasons. We were really in it to tackle the toughest topics. Yeah. And Ivan, what what has really, I guess, disappointed me a little bit, like you'll see these, these new things and it can be YouTube, it can be, you know, TikTok, it can be, you know, podcast and sort of out of the gate, it's like, there's a a price for admission. And I just, I've never understood this. We're like, you know, you got to earn your, your value a little bit out there. I, I think that, you know, and I think we have, so I think that we certainly demonstrate that, but, you know, our intent, as Becky said, was not, we didn't set out to go, hey, how can we make some extra cash on the side? We actually said, how can we tackle the toughest topics that might benefit our colleagues? Yeah, no, that that's amazing. I think that's sort of the angle that we took. Well, first, uh, I was uh, out of job and I just wanted to explore the world. Like That, that was our take on this. And then uh, Sean was at the beginning of his startup. And then I started a couple more things after that. And then you know, I think that the payback is really you're doing what you want to do. Uh, you're doing what you like to do. And then if you attract more audience, they might look at your craft if you're doing something else. So so I think that my advice, if, if anybody would care, would be if if you have something else you're doing, then have a podcast to establish yourself as a thought leader in certain areas and invite people smarter than yourself, which is very easy for Sean to do. We do it all the time. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, I don't even know where to... <laughs> you don't have to come back to that. Yeah, it's a, it's a goal of mine, at least one or two insults per show for Sean. So it, it worked uh, like magic until <laughs> now it's only one. I don't, I just want to mention, let's not make that a format we adopt, Dr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys leave that alone. That's ours. <laughs> which which actually, we didn't tell you this, guys, but before every episode, we say that, usually I say that I'll give it a $25 give you a hundred dollar gift card but have we forgot? yeah if you're insult ivan or sean during the show we actually say that to the guests so that's oh, uh that's hilarious <laughs> we're not well, in it for the money we made that clear <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the gift cards <laughs> <laughs> well the time is up guys it's been uh too too fast i think it's been uh it's been running faster than usual uh we always ask two questions and you guys can split who takes which question uh, so the one question is, is there anything that you've seen, listened, watched, recently read that inspired you that you would like to share? And the second question is, who else you would suggest us inviting to the Veterinary Innovation Podcast? So who wants to take the first one? Uh, I'd like for you to invite Tim uh, Ferris. So I think that's an okay. easy, easy so, ask. Just, so, how do you uh, spell it? Tim, yeah, T-I-M? Like a Ferris <laughs> will, yeah, if, if you could do that. <laughs> no, I, I'll take the first there. You know, obviously, I um, I read a lot. I probably read too much from time to time. But uh, I, I, I will go back to one of my favorite guests, uh, just a book that I think everybody should read, which is why we had him on our podcast, Stephen Kotler's uh, Stealing Fire. It was nominated for a Pulitzer. It'll blow your mind. And I don't mean that just metaphorically. But, uh, you know, Stephen has been a student of flow state for many, many years. I've learned a lot of the techniques that I employ on a daily basis directly from my relationship with Stephen. And uh, I just encourage everybody to explore how can you achieve an optimal state of consciousness. And, you know, look, people that have listened to me lecture for the past couple of years, you know, I talk a lot about the adaptive subconsciousness versus consciousness, you know, prefrontal cortex versus amygdala, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, I'm learning and doing and practicing these things so that I can stay, uh, you know, as creative and vibrant and energetic as possible. I mean, I'm in my mid fifties, you know, and I, I still feel super prime for life physically, emotionally, and, and intellectually. And so I think learning from people like Steven, and we're basically the same age, you know, we're, we're all, what we've done, I think a lot of, there's our generation X, I think we look to the boomers and and the you know, greatest generation before them. And what I did in my thirties, and Steven did the same in his life and, and his experiences, was we found the older people that were successful and vibrant and energetic in their sixties. And so when we were in our thirties, I would go up to these people after Ironman races and say, tell me what you're doing, right? Because I, in my 30s, wanted to capture that. And, and Stephen's book, Stealing Fire, really goes into some of the cutting edge uh, science and medicine behind optimal flow states, creativity, just how can we achieve this next level you know, of humanity, if you will. Uh, so I recommend that to anybody. That's that, Becky. Sorry. That's amazing. Okay. So I think if I were to make some recommendations to you, I probably would stick in my my client lane. And that is that I've, I work with two really cool organizations in the pet space that I think you would love to talk to. One of those is Base Paws um, CEO, Anna Sakaya. They are actually doing um, cat DNA sequencing. And um, it, they're recognizing health markers. And they're just changing the face of how we can really get in front of um, knowing our cats, identifying cat health markers and, and long, healthy lives. Um, and then the other would be um, Affordable Pet Labs. And they're an organization that is really um, frontiering in-home 
um, lab collection services for pets and really changing the approach to affordability and the um, pet experience to um, get a better patient outcome. And that's my personal vet tech uh, values. <laughs> so right. those are, are, are two organizations I really support and I think you would love conversations with them. Well, Becky, that is that. That was quite an interesting conversation. Sean Wilkie, Dr. Ivan Zach from the Veterinary Innovation Podcast. Definitely check them out. We will have links in the show notes below. Becky, I'm kind of tired after that. How about you? Too fast. I could have done that all day. This was so much fun and, and what great conversation and collaboration. This is fun. Viewfinders, in addition to the Veterinary Viewfinder podcast, what podcasts are you listening to out there? What recommendations do you have for our colleagues to stay up to date on the latest and the greatest? Definitely hit us up on Instagram at the Veterinary Viewfinder, on Facebook at Veterinary Viewfinder. And of course, I'm still over there tweeting away by myself yeah. on the Vet Viewfinder. It pops up on my phone every now and then. You also can listen to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And you can find the Veterinary Innovation Podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make sure you click to subscribe so you don't miss one great episode. Until next time. Bye. Bye.